that I'm going to own. Confused what I thought was something I felt. Confused what I feel was something that's real. I tried to sell my soul last night. Funny, it wouldn't even take a history. It is R.A.W.F. Immortal 7 live from the New Orleans Superdome next Sunday, April 26th. So much to talk about, so much to get to. Let's bring in my co-host, the legendary luchador and taco vendor himself. Ladies and gentlemen, L. Vacant joining me this evening. Good evening, L. Vacant. 
Hola, ¿cómo está mi amigo? Well, I, I, uh, you, you, you remember what happened last week? I, I was going to try to not discuss that, but uh, see. yeah, well, well, just you can imagine uh, the week I've had since then. It hasn't been pleasant, but still preparations for Immortal go on. I'm still been a busy man, and uh, hopefully we can get through this. And uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is Immortal 7 coming live next week from the New Orleans Superdome. And, of course, the main event, uh, I mean, it is, it is what I can – personally, I consider the most, the most important match in R.A.W. history, the greatest match in R.A.W. history as far as the buildup, what it could be, what it should be. It will be a triple threat match for both the World and Platinum Dragon Championship. It will be the three top stars in R.E.W.F. history, arguably. It will be Mithras, the title machine, defending both titles against the immortal Griffith, the most decorated champion in R.E.W.F. history, and the paragon of greatness himself. Very decorated, very uh, accomplished here in R.E.W.F. Those three will go at it for the two biggest prizes, two biggest singles titles in all of Unstoppable, the R.E.W.F. World Heavyweight Championship and the R.E.W.F. Platinum Dragon Championship. Winner takes all. I mean, what can we say about this match, El Vacant, that hasn't already been said? It is it it has the potential to be uh, the most watched match, the most anticipated match in our company's history. Oh, it's uh, muy grande. He's like the the very large. It just has to be the biggest thing in all of wrestling ever. I mean, where where else would you find these this kind of talent in that space all at the same time? Indeed, it is, and we didn't think that it could ever happen. Didn't didn't, but Mithras laid down the challenge. Both Griff and Paragon accepted. So, uh, it is on for the two biggest prizes in biggest singles match titles in All of Unstoppable, and then of course the seventh annual. Platinum the dra- Platinum Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be the biggest in company history. Biggest tournament in company history, the biggest payout we've ever seen in this tournament. Uh I'm gonna go over it here real quick for you. It will be well, as soon as the pictures load, I will do so. Well, let me let count the participants. 16. Well over 140 participants at this point. It is. <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's great. Is that the largest? What is the biggest number we've had before now? To be honest with you, I've never kept track, but I do believe it was around 140. So, I mean, this is this is pretty close to being the biggest, officially the biggest tournament. Uh, the winner will take home 100 million coins, 5,000 wrestler bucks, a company, a nameplate, a promo pick, a trading card, and an entrance video by Iron Horse. Runner-up, 50 million coins, 3,000 wrestler bucks, a company, a nameplate, a promo pick, and a trading card. The two semifinalists each get 25 million coins, 1,000 wrestler bucks, a company, and a nameplate. And the four quarterfinalists will get 15 million coins, 500 wrestler bucks, and a company each. Coming to a total payout of 260 million coins, 12,000 wrestler bucks, eight companies, four nameplates, two promo picks, and an entrance video. So, wow. 
And also, Susie the Elf has been hitting the buck button, the rest, the West wrestler buck buck button, and uh, whatever she accumulate, accumulates by the, between now and next week, uh, she will give to a random participant, non-winning participant in the tournament, someone who did not qualify for prizes. So, yeah, should be uh, that is that is that is huge, absolutely huge. Can't wait for that tournament. And right now, it looks like just about most most of Unstoppable is in. If you haven't gotten into that tournament, uh, you need to send me. And you're not in RAWF. You need to message me get to get in. Message me or one of my wonderful RAWF GMs. All right, real quick, I'm going to do the GM reports right off the bat before we start dive right into the rest of Immortal because there are some announcements to be made as far as the GM reports. Uh, the Cougar not here this evening. She, of course, is the GM of the, of the Battle of the Hormones and the High Voltage Invitational. And we have a winner of the High Voltage Invitational, the challenger to, Nightmare, to Nightcrawler's White Lightning Championship at Immortal will be the unsettled Chris Cage. Wow, that, that's almost a very fitting uh, challenger for the White Lightning title. Uh, the unsettled Chris Cage will challenge Nightcrawler for the White Lightning Championship at Immortal. Her battle of the hormones is in set the semifinals to see who will face Crazy Mama for the hormonal championship at Immortal. Right now we have Beast versus Big F and Hitman and Anton Dare versus Nightcrawler. Those are your four semifinal finalists. Uh, Last I knew about 32 to 1 from Raven, it was week two has been posted. So, oh, but we do have somebody challenging, as I mentioned last week. So she's already got the next season going, the one that will build up toward Radiversary. All right. Tag team report from Unstoppable is as follows. After five rounds, only two teams are undefeated. The top five teams in RAWF tags, five out of the six rounds, are in first place, Swords and Scimitars, which is Claymore and the Teflon Sheik. Uh, in second place, the Tootsie Rollers, Hobo Ezekiel and Foxy. Third is the Bronx Irish Connection, Maeve O'Hare and Luke Cage. Fourth is Tango and Cash, which is the Hawkster Bully and Uber Vegan TPO. And in fifth place are the Feral Beasts, that is Beast and Cougar. The new season of tag teams is in signups. Link to the tag scene can be found in the RAWF network and in season three of tags. So sign up for season three. Now you have, a, a, and uh, I believe she tells you how long you have in the message. All right. So that is your tags report. Uh, let's turn to now our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the fallen. Keep it G. Go and have your family slam. Fuck around. Be the next holographic. Don't way on the counter. 
gentlemen, he's all business. Now he is the I'm trading dotted dudes. Oh, sorry. No problem. Paragon, good evening. What? It's a good song. Good evening, man. It, it absolutely is all they can. Thank you. Uh, we've got ourselves an interesting uh, development here in the Ultimate Gauntlet. As I told you last week, we had a run going on by Hall of Famer Davila. She defeated Maeve O'Hare. She defeated Slashy. She defeated Luigi. She defeated JT's Angel. And yes, indeed, between last week's After Hours and this week's, Davila has defeated the rabid dog Alex Caliber successfully completing five matches and running the gauntlet, earning herself a chance at the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship against Beast at Immortal 7. All right, that is big news, Paragon. It will be Beast taking on Davila, and that will be for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. She, of course, uh, is the R.A.W. Hall of Famer. Beast has been on tear. It should be a really good match. Uh, anything go any Paragon? Where does the gauntlet go going forward now? Well, I as um as I've been doing from the very start of the Ultimate Gauntlet, uh, the Ultimate Gauntlet never stops. It's always evolving, even in its downtime between seasons. We're still moving ahead. We're going to have um, some interim signups, you can call them, right now between now and Immortal. I've listened to the people in the division, and I've heard their requests, and I think that they're right. There's oftentimes people that show up a little bit late to the game, maybe don't get to uh, sign up early enough in the Ultimate Gauntlet before it's finished. I have just made the decision, everyone remaining on the list after this season had finished have between now and Immortal to re-sign up as a priority sign-up this means regardless of when they, they say that they are signing up, I will hold the list in the same order that it currently is for everybody to re-sign up, and they will then be at the top of the list following for the next season. And at Immortal 7, as soon as the title match has begun, I will begin open sign-ups for the rest of the roster, and they will then begin getting added to the list. So anybody who has not had their ultimate gauntlet match, but was signed up already, you have eight days to get your priority sign up to stay at the top of the list for next season. All right. Thank you, Paragon. So big news. Indeed. We have a couple of new matches on top of all the other matches we have at immortal. We mentioned the main event mentioned the tournament we talk about the national championship lady vex will defend that against nightcrawler it will be a big night for nightcrawler uh the immortal griffith will defend the men's championship against this month's arsehole of the month it is claymore who won the arsehole of the month tournament he will challenge the immortal griffith for the men's championship uh so he is going to have a busy night indeed as we'll talk about here in, in a few minutes uh, the Cougar will defend the estrogen title, title against Europa Muscles. Dees will defend the Fubar City Championship against RAWF Hall of Famer John Taylor. Uncle Frank will defend the Midnight Hobo Championship against Beast. Big night for Beast. He's going to be he's going to be a busy man as well. Uh, Triple Crown Championship. It will be Dees the. the 
the unsettled Chris Cage and Crazy Mama. Though all three of them with multiple matches, so this will be a really good fight for that Triple Crown Championship. Europa muscles to defend the multimedia title against Money Sue. The Teflon Sheik will defend the Powerball title against Europa muscles. Uh, we tag team titles. Hotness will defend against somebody. We do not know as of yet. Hopefully, we shall know by next week. Nightcrawler, as we said, would defend the White Lightning Championship against the unsettled Chris Cage. These had chosen the Teflon Sheik to defend the Champions Choice Championship. However, uh, Teflon Sheik has declined the challenge. These has to find me uh, find another opponent and do so by Immortal Seven. Otherwise, I will find one for him and put my own steps in. Supreme Fighter Championship. These to take on Claymore. This is a rematch from last month's Supreme Fighter Championship. Roles are reversed. These is now the champion. Claymore the challenger. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Mancunian Maniac will defend his Hatfield and McCoy title against the Zyberlinx. Uh, so those are the title matches we've got so far. We now have a Fubar City street fight between Judgment and your boy Blaze McCoy. Uh, a lot on the line between these two. If Blaze loses, he has to team with Judgment. If Judgment loses, well, there's a lot of things that he has to do, including I get to pick Judge's wardrobe. Do you think Judge would look good in 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 in, in white fur? See. Yes, that's what I thought too. See. I might have to go with white fur. Uh, then we have the Pandora's box of fun match between Mark Caliber and the Paragon of Greatness. We have um, a, a, a grudge match between Davila and Bubs. We've got a high voltage steel cage match against Doctor between Doctor Hogster Bundy and Damia, the Mistress of Pain or Mistress of Dark or whatever she called. Last man standing match: Claymore to take on Wildfire. Claymore trying to break the quote unquote uh, curse that supposed that Wildfire supposedly put on him, uh, leading to his lack of luck in big matches as of late. Well, we'll see if he can do so because he's got two other big matches at Immortal. Uh, it would not, I have a feeling Claymore would lose his shit if he were to lose all three matches. But Claymore not totally blaming Wildfire now, and we'll get to we'll be we will talk more about that in just a minute. Uh, the Teflon Sheik will be running a three-man gauntlet. He has to face Luigi Mario, Papa Shaker. And turn up if he does not win all three matches, and that means it doesn't matter if he goes to, if he wins two. <laughs> if he doesn't win all three, he has to be the RAWF janitor for a month. And and I may and that might include cleaning out the taco trucks, Elvega. I haven't decided yet. We'll talk about that. I think that makes good good idea. I, I'm just saying. Anton Dare, the master of the parking lot brawl, challenged the great Baru, a newcomer to R.A.W.F., to a parking lot brawl. Baru accepted that will happen at Immortal 7. And then, of course, you have the uh, triple threat lumberjack match uh, between the Violent Rejects, uh, Violent Rejects, the, 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 the Wolfpack, and the Renegades. You got Slashy for the Renegades, Nick Nitroglycerin for the Wolfpack, and the Hawkster for the Violent Rejects. 
And that one is for, uh, I guess you could say, stable supremacy. As of right now, that is a triple threat lumberjack match. All right. Woo. That is what we've got so far for Immortal 7. A lot more to come, a lot more to talk about. But, Elvika, I'm going to let you pick the first match to talk about. What one hits you up that you'd like to discuss? Hmm. What match do I want to discuss? I mean, we've been talking a lot about the main event, I think. Um, I mean, this new match, with you know, you have uh, the, the muscle head versus the ego head uh, for the men's titles. I thought it would be kind of interesting. I, I don't know how, you know, we could talk about that or, or we could talk about, I mean, I kind of want to talk about this whole thing where, you know, Teflon told these that, you know, no, because that's the, I mean, kind of funny. It is kind of funny, and it, it, you know, it is it is allowable. You can turn down a champion's choice title match. Uh, we do not make someone go into that situation against their own will. If they want to accept and take on the challenge, uh, that's the you know. Either way, they have the choice. But these, I mean, that's uh, why it's have, a challenge, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But these does have to find me a new has to choose a new opponent by next week. So I think uh, we should make new rule. I think I think we should make the rule. If the champion's choice champion chooses three people in a row and they decide that the 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 match is so ridiculous they all say no, then you automatically get to choose it. It's a thought. Because it forces them to not just be like you have to come in hogtied and handcuffed to an anchor. And then I have to be, you know, I, I get to come in with machete. Like, I mean, that's an interesting thought. That is an interesting thought. I mean, let's face it. Dee's uh, picks some pretty tough steps, and, and he does use the title to humiliate people that he doesn't like, uh, you know, but that is part of the whole champion's choice thing. But, I, you know, I have to say, though, Teflon Sheik is the first person in history to decline the challenge. So That is true. I, I, I'm not, I, I would almost call him a coward, but at the same time, I kind of think it's smart. Plus, Sheik has already been one of, one of uh, Deez's opponents in that Champions Choice tile, challenge. So, he, you know, he's already been there, done that. So, and it is what it I mean, is. on one hand, I look. On one hand, you know, you know, I like these, right? You, you, I, he, I, I'm very fond of him as a wrestler. He's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's he's sort of using the belt properly. He's not just be like, yes, just have normal match. Like he's doing what you're kind of supposed to do with the belt. He, but you know, on, on on the other hand, you know, he's setting up. No one wants to watch a match where there is no chance. Of an you know, of an upset, right? I mean, you, you they have to have some chance. If you make him the no chance, what's the point? That's not entertaining for anyone. And I think this time he just he just stepped slightly too far over that line of self amusement. And his opponent said, mm, "No, thank you." I mean, that's true. That's true. I mean, you, there's two ways to look at it. Certainly. Certainly, Deez can look at it any way he wants. He is the champion's choice. So, uh, anywho, let's get to the rankings, shall we? I believe I sent you the rankings to read off there. Oh, I, I, did you? Hold on. I don't pay attention to most of your text. Right, so. Over there. Right oh, there. Oh, yes, see, here he is. Okay. Uh, right. Salsa. So, did you, is that salsa stains on that? 
Maybe. Okay. It's possible. Could be hot sauce. I don't know. Here, let me look and find out. Oh, oh, whoa, caliente. Hot sauce. Yes, oh. Oh, I need to drink. Hold on. Ah, that's better. Okay, right. So, the top 25 uh, as of today, um, which is only counting the first six out of 12 matches, six, 12. That's half for those of you who can't math, right? Um, and as they stand right now, here we go. Ready? Ah, all right. In 25th place, we have oh, your favorite uh, your favorite beer swilling friend and mine, the Redneck Avenger. In 24th place, we have I still love this name, Spectacular. It's, it's like a strange spatula dr- vampire thing. I don't know. All right. In 23rd place, we have in someone needs to explain. Look, I understand English is my 13th language, but I'm pretty sure that is not how you spell that. All right. In 22, in 22, 22nd, yes, in 22nd place, we have Money Sue. Whatever happened to that guy? Like, he keeps showing up in this list, but, like, I never see him or hear him anymore. It's it's like he's realized that, like, he runs his mouth a lot, and, like, he decided to stop. I don't understand. All right. In 21st place, we have, I don't even understand this guy, Uber Vegan TPO. Like, why would you brag about being a vegan? I just, like, All right. In 20th place, we have, oh, we have uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, aquatic personality, Bruce the Shark. Uh, Killer and, Neptune. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. He, he prefers to be, for, he refers to be, yeah, he prefers to be called Killer Neptune nowadays. That's right. I forgot. Uh, that's or Shark name. something. I don't know. That's his stage what? name. Okay. It's his stage name. Killer Neptune. No, okay. I, I'll go with that. All right. In 19th place, we have, oh. Clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right, hobo Ezekiel in 19th place. Right, there we go. In 18th place, our current arsehole of the month, and really, really, I'm just always the asshole, period, but that's fine, is Claymore. That's right. In 17th place, we have, oh, the bully himself, the hawkster, up there in 17th place. In 16th place, we have our current men's champion and uh, and our number one contender, uh, the immortal Griffith. In 15th place, we have, oh, look, when doves cry, it's Prince. All right. In uh, in 14th place, we have the uh, current White Lightning champion, Nightcrawler. Uh, is he here tonight? I don't know if I saw him out there yet. Usually he's here. All right. In 13th place, we have our multimedia champion, Europa Muscles. Uh, so, you know, go good on her. In 12th place, also, you know, one of my favorites and one of your favorites, too, John, uh, John Taylor is in 12th place. So congratulations to him. In 11th place, the like, this is still my favorite name ever to read out. Bony Jiggles. Like, just come on, it's funny. It's how do you not laugh when you say the Bony Jiggles? Hey. All right. So in 10th place, we have our national champion, Lady Vex. In 9th place, we have our ultimate gauntlet champion, Beast. Apparently, we have to say it now with like more more chest into it because it's all like all in caps now. So beast. <laughs> All right. Um, and then in uh, eighth place, we have the superstars and hormonal champion, Crazy Mama. I don't know if she's actually a mama. Not really positive she's crazy, but that, that's her name, Crazy Mama. All right. In seventh place, we have the current world and platinum dragon champion. That's right. The title machine himself, Mitres. Okay. In sixth place, we have... All right. Hold on. Wait, ready? <sighs> the Fubar City Triple Count Supreme Fighter Champions Choice Champion, Deeds. <sighs> That's a big one. You've got to take a big breath for that. All right. 
And then in fifth place, we have Zyberlinks. In fourth place, we have, oh, the greatest one himself, the great red dragon. Go you. All right. In third place, we have, oh, look at that, our estrogen champion, the cougar. In second place, we have the Powerball champion, the Teflon shrimp. Uh, I mean, chic. See, that's it. Teflon chic. That's it. Um, and then in first place, we have, well, look at this. Coming back to his winning ways, we have our Saturday Night champion in first place, the Paragon of Greatness. All right. And that is halfway through the rankings period. Half the matches have been tabulated, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, that will go on until Immortal. Immortal will be the official last rankings matches. But, wow, yep, that is what we're sitting on halfway through. Of course, subject to change, as always. But uh, congratulations to everybody uh, in that top 25. All right, so one last couple last things to note. Let's talk about uh, we did have a winner of the Xanther the Platinum Dragon donation tournament this week. Uh, the the winner of that, you know, for, that, for everyone that donated at least a certain amount of coinage into the tournament, I uh, made that tournament after we after a couple of weeks, and it's already over. It actually went quick. The winner was Ketos. Ketos, Kaitos, K I T O S. That's her name, Ketos, and apparently she's a very tough person to fight in tournaments. So. Uh, she gets herself an entrance video by Iron Horse for winning that tournament. Thank you to everyone who donated and got to participate in that tournament. Uh, extra points tournament for this period. Uh, winner gets extra bonus, extra 25 points. Right now is in the semifinals. And wow, four big names. Well, four, four big names, two big names in the semifinals. It's Mithras, the title machine, taking on the immortal Griffith. And in the other semifinals, it's Judgment taking on Big F and Hitman. So uh, whoever wins that tournament, of course, gets 25 extra bonus points. Could help them out a great deal. All right. So with that being said, uh, so let's go back and talk about Claymore. Because Claymore, you know... I mean, must we? Yeah, we kind of do because... You know he's he's had he's had he's had his say as of late. Uh, you know he he believes that, Clay, that Wildfire put a curse on him, uh, and uh, that that's why he lost the world title. That's why a couple I mean a couple months ago he was the quote unquote biggest star in the company, which is pretty true. He held the world title among other th- other titles. He has since lost every single t- championship, uh, and he believes it was his win over Wildfire. That caused this whole problem But now he's also blaming Somebody else Let's take a listen to this Feel Her heart Beating In me Get her Out of Me Amadeus Did you hear that? That's all we had to do Get her out. Intervene. Save your headliner. Print some more cash. But no, you wouldn't. You allowed it. I was on top of the world. I was your hottest star. Then she came. Then it came. And you allowed it. She cursed my mask. 
she ruined me. I've lost everything. And you allowed it. So, here I am. A man with nothing but a mask and a heartbeat that's not my own. So, immortal, I cut out that heart. And I do whatever's necessary to make her lift the curse. I have to. Because if I can't, I've lost everything. And the world's not ready for that storm. That was Claymore, ladies and gentlemen. And, and uh, he, he says, I allowed it, Elvig. And he, he's, he's laying some of, some of the blame for his shortcomings. Well, I mean, you did if, if we buy into the whole thing that Wildfire is some sort of strange witchy witch, you know, like La Bruja, you know, and she cast a curse on him for beating her, and now he can't win any matches. I mean, on some point, he's right. You, you did hire her. Okay, I hired him too. I don't. I don't that understand. That doesn't make it less your fault. You hi- see, he wouldn't have met her either if you hadn't hired him. I have the solution. Fire him. <laughs> as much as I would like to do that, I can't. There is a contract. He does have a contract that if I fire him, I'm going to owe him a lot of money and probably still get. Wait, sued. don't you have a crying a crying bitch clause? No, I'm afraid not. I don't do Brooke Lyons. Oh, that's true. Your roster would be gone if you enacted a crying bitch buzz. Well, yeah, and you know there there'd be several people in the company that wouldn't be in the company ever. So, but anywho, uh, with that being said, Claymore, if you're listening, quit quit laying the blame on other people's on other people. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on Wildfire. Don't blame it on Vex or anybody else. You want to know who to blame? Wait, sorry. You want to know who to freaking blame? Take that ugly looking mask off, get in front of the mirror, and look. That's who you have to blame. And if you want to, you want to cry one. You got three big matches, Eddie Wardle. When you want to get back in the spotlight, you want to be the biggest star or be the big star in RAWF. Win a couple of them matches at Immortal, and. then, then talk to me about who's to blame. So, yeah. Claymore taking on the Immortal Griffith for the Men's Championship, also taking on Dees for the Supreme Fighter Championship, and then, of course, the last man standing match against Wildfire. So he's got a, a lot to do. All right. Also, oh, LV can see. You remember what happened last week at the end of the show, right? Uh, I do. Yeah, well, it appears that, yeah, he's back. Somehow, she brought him back. All right. That leaves me with questions. Well, lots of questions, really, but but one to start. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the, in the past, when he has shown up, and and, and 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 fought these people that he has fought. Um, there was always this understanding that if he were to win, he would take over you forever. Uh, but I understood that to have something to do with the time of year and the n- nature of the problem. Uh, is, 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 if, if he wins, are, are you gone again? Well... Despite the fact that I have no control over him, I do can communicate with him, and that's not 
going that is not what he wants this time. Okay. So with with that being said, let's bring on the person who brought him out, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. <laughs> Good evening. Hi, LA. So, Paige. Hola, Paige. You, Hi, you woke him up. You woke him up. You woke him up. So, what is it? I want you to explain what is it you want and why one more time for everybody. Just because I can. Because I'm not scared of them like everybody else seems to be. And I don't know if that makes me a twisted kind of crazy or just plain out psychotic. (laughs) Last week, week, I couldn't understand how you did it because he, you know, this time of year, he's never, never showed his face. Ever. He always waits till around Halloween. But for some reason, he, he answered your call. But now I know why. And uh, because I can communicate with him. And, oh, I think he wants. Uh, yep. Here he comes. I'm gonna go over here now. You're on your own. That's okay, I'll make it. I'm not scared.
you woke us from you woke us from our fitful slumber from dreams of conquest too many to number at first we sought to ignore your taunts for what do we care about a whore's wants but to our surprise a pall hangs over this world fear uncertainty anger they are all swirled to create the perfect conditions for the madness to thrive. The chaos and strife we smell makes us feel so alive. The time of trouble is now at hand, a perfect opportunity for the madness to expand. And you, you, Stiletto, will serve as our conduit of fear, followed closely by those you hold most dear. (laughs) Good luck with that, I don't... (laughs) But your request for a contest at Immortal will come with a price. If you lose this fight, only one thing will suffice. Usually, we would ask for a soul. Unfortunately, we don't want a black hole. Your mind is all scattered. Your body is bony. And do we smell the faint odor of pepperoni? No. (laughs) What we want, we will take with pleasure. For that will be up. To the madness measure. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what we want? Do you know what we want? (laughs) Jerrica? (laughs) You're funny. You don't scare me. Come play with me. Cage match. We want weapons. Jerrica. Oh no, no. We you want the scared Jerrica. You want the scared little bitch. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. If you lose, <laughs> we get Jerrica. <laughs> if you can find her, can you find her like I found you? <laughs> it's not that simple. At immortal, you will be ours, and the rest will soon follow. And all that fear and stress in this world will be ours to swallow. Forget the blades and the bastards you've challenged before. When the madness is done with you, you will lose this war. (laughs) Find her. You want her so bad? Cage match. Hardcore. Any and every weapon. Are you afraid because of the last cage match you lost? (laughs) Afraid of you. 
Never. <laughs> you might want to be. You might want to be. Paige. Huh? <laughs> you, uh, I don't understand you, and I don't want to. You have your I match. Know. Hardcore steel, hardcore steel cage. At Immortal, the Maestro, enjoy. Thank now you. Now go away. Go away. Love you, LA. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I don't normally need the need the, the super the, the the Excedrin mixed with the Mephestra, mixed with alcohol this time of year. But damn it, L vacant. Oh, I, I have you already said. Here it is. It's the guy. The little Thank tray you. set out and everything. Ah. <sighs> Some, <clears throat> some tequila, and then there's the extra stanks, uh, and then et cetera. Yeah, you're good. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a song break. When we return, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot of people to talk to. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I need ya. We'll be right back. Silence. 
Oh, baby, it's the American Wetweep, Dr. Hose, coming at you from the thorough comfort of my home during this, the coronavirus seclusion 2020. But don't you be worrying, daddy. Your hoes be out there dressed full protection, selling masks and hair lotion for your after-party rubdowns, if you know in my meaning. <laughs> So stay six feet apart from each other and aim to play safe wearing your protection, if you will, baby. All right, we are back. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus. This is El Vacant. And uh, we before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to uh, play. I wanted to have a moment of silence for the death of a wrestling legend, of an industry legend, uh, or WWE ring announcer Howard Finkel, passing away this past week. Um, if any of you are re- actual wrestling fans of WWE, and you ha- and I, as I have been for many many years, you remember some very iconic moments, and they wouldn't be as iconic without the ring announcements from Howard Finkel. So Howard, uh, rest in peace, my friend. And somewhere I thought I had. There it is. Bell salutes and a moment of silence for Howard Finkel, ladies and gentlemen. He was one of the greats. I don't think I could. I don't think I can watch without hearing his voice in my mind. Great matches, some of the greatest calls uh, of all time in WWE history. So, ah. So, with that being said, we move on now from WWE to RAWF. We have the main event at Immortal. It will be a triple threat match for the two biggest prizes, two biggest singles matches in Wrestler Unstoppable. It is the it is the RAWF World Heavyweight Championship and, of course, the RAWF Platinum Dragon Championship. Champion. Uh, let's bring on Paragon, the Paragon of Greatness, one of the three competitors in this main event match paragon i know you got a lot on your plate but this is this is big this is huge and uh you know second straight year being the main event of immortal but tell me would you rather have the situation you had last year or the one you have this year oh i might hop in definitely Try that well, again. it is the Take third two. straight year, so so I actually know this pressure uh, a great deal. I've I've had to um, encounter this main event situation twice. Uh, Johnny Platinum uh, two years ago, I I didn't know what to expect. You know, um, 
I was kind of a newer name here. I wasn't new in the RAWF, but I was kind of new to the to the top of RAWS, and I I didn't know just the amount of pressure that you would be able to feel looking around the crowd packed, the biggest wrestling company in the world, and just all of these screaming fans and realize that this moment is yours to take or to forever go down in history as a moment that you let slip through your hands. And then comes last year after winning an immortal six, I thought that I had this feeling that I was on top of the world. I, I, didn't know that I would ever be able to top that feeling. And then I walked into, uh, well, I, I'm winning at Immortal 5. When I walked into Immortal 6, I thought that I could never top that feeling at Immortal 5. But then I looked around that crowd and I looked across the ring at my brother, Uncle Frank. And I realized that that moment at Immortal 5 was just the prelude to this huge moment at Immortal 6. And I thought that maybe the entirety of my career was leading to that moment. And then I looked across the ring as Uncle Frank charged and speared me in half, pinning me and taking the RAWF World Championship. And I thought, maybe this is a collapse that I could never recover from. Because that's the kind of pressure that mounts when you go into a pay-per-view like Immortal And here I am, one year later, taking nearly that entire year to recover from the shattering that I got at the hands of Uncle Frank at Immortal Six. I head into what is possibly, hell, not even possibly, is the biggest match of all time. And I got to tell you, I think for a third straight year, I'm going to step out on that stage. I'm going to look at all of those fans in the crowd, and I'm going to realize this is the moment that defines my career. What I do in the ring over the next couple of minutes will be a massive, indelible part of my legacy in this business, as will it be for the immortal Griffith and Mithras the Title Machine, two men that also know very well what it means to be in a main event at Immortal. With that being said, Paragon... I know this is your, I'm sorry, your third straight year of main eventing immortal. That's, that's I mean that certainly has not been done, and who knows it it may it could maybe never happen again. But at the same time, to be fair, you weren't originally scheduled to be in the main event. It was a challenge laid out by Mithras that kind of brought you into the main event. Uh, with that being said. Tell me what. Tell me who you're worried about more, Griffith or Mithras? <sighs> wow, that that is a million dollar question right there, isn't it, L.A.? Uh, you know, I, I I'd like to say you know the immortal Griffith. I've had all of these matches with. Maybe uh, I have learned a little bit about him and and know what more to expect. But the fact of the matter is that these are both the two greatest superstars in R.A.W.F. that anybody at that talent level, they're not going to stagnate. They're not going to become stale. They're going to constantly evolve. They're going to be constantly changing. And, you know, 
it's a really weird feeling heading into the biggest match of my career. Uh, I know that nobody is giving me a chance. And I get it. I really do. Griffith and Mistress, they're a whole different level. And I can respect that. So, you know, when I ask myself, what do I have to do at Immortal? Who do I have to worry about uh, in regards to the Platinum Dragon Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship? It gives me pause because there's not a simple answer. There's no magic pill or easy button to push to make this task anything less than impossible. But you know something? Uh, that's kind of what I've done my whole career here in RAWS. You know, the minute I walked in the door, I started turning heads. And this guy that was an outsider, possibly known by reputation, but by very little else, stormed through the doors and started taking gold, which understandably rubbed the old guard the wrong way. Chief among those who wanted to stomp out this new kid before he made a mess of the establishment was one immortal Griffith. And I could go on about the immortal greatness feud, and I have numerous times. You know, I think that we all get the gist. Griffith tried to blow out the flame before it could start a raging fire over and over. He called me out numerous times before I even knew the landscape. And then that didn't kill me. One straight years of pay-per-views didn't kill me. But here's the thing about it. The immortal, possibly the most notorious career killer in R.A.W.F. history came after a kid that didn't even know which way was up. And not only did the kid come out alive, but time and time again, when it was over, I stood alive. And not only was I alive, but I had burned down the old guard and I'd ushered in a brand new era in R.A.W.F. Sounds pretty impossible, right? But then we've got Mithras the title machine. <laughs> oh, boy. The man notorious for his astounding record-breaking title reigns, the world champion, and possibly the single most dominant specialist that has ever walked this planet, a man among boys. And yet, at Immortal, he stands across the ring looking at two literal immortals, Griffith Davion and that same kid that weathered Blackbeard's storm and came out of the chief architect of a new age. The same kid that himself built a reputation for setting championship reign records within his first year in the company, setting the paradigm for how a champion should handle themselves both inside and outside of the ring, shaking the very culture of the most established company in the world. I'd say that's a pretty impossible task as well. And eight days from now, eight days, we're supposed to have a match that could have been considered once in a lifetime, a match for the ages, a match that was sure to rock the wrestling world, the immortal Griffith Davion versus Mithras the title machine. It'd be pretty impossible to top that, wouldn't it? Enter Paragon of Greatness, the master of the impossible. Now, to be 100% clear, I hold no illusions that I'm responsible for this this historic landmark of a match. Uh, it, clearly, I'm not responsible for it happening. That credit lies on the shoulders of the world heavyweight champion, Mithras. He made a decision that not only solidifies his time as world champion, no matter how long it is, as one of the boldest and most significant title runs in history, but also, credit where it's due, Griffith Davion. Perhaps the one man that has most stake in keeping me out of the spotlight saw past this personal disdain and realized that history like this can only be made once. It can only knock once and he answered the door. And now we have ourselves something that is truly and uniquely special. 
and I'm grateful to both of them. I do believe that I am a bit of an afterthought, though. I, I'm the third wheel in what is basically there just to bring the Platinum Dragon Championship match to the fold. All right. All right. Fair enough. I I hope I hope that my read is correct and that that's the way that they feel. And I hope that they come in underestimating me because I want to tell you something about a moment in wrestling that is dear to me. And I'm not talking about Immortal 7, which will be a spectacular. No, I'm talking about Sunday, May 3rd, superstars from a yet-to-be-announced location. A spot where, win, lose, or draw, I will be giving every single thing that I've got in the ring, whether I'm the world champion, the platinum dragon champion, or nothing. The same spot where May 10th I will be, and May 17th I will be, all the way to Immortal 8. Yes, when I ask myself, who do I worry about? What can I do to come out of Immortal 7 the victor? I need to remember one piece of key information. Mithras is hot right now. Hell, he's a blazing ball of fire that could melt the earth, but he'll vanish. Griffith is the man at the moment, cutting a swath of destruction straight through anybody in his way, but he'll vanish for big portions next year. Paragon of greatness will remain a constant. He will never waver. He'll never fail the RAWF universe, and he'll never phone it in. When I ask myself, how can I come out of Immortal 7 the champion? I ask myself a more important question. How could I not? Well, Paragon, once again, good luck to you. Let's bring on another one of those members of that big main event. He is reigning men's champion and number official number one contender of the World Heavyweight Championship he is. I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. <laughs> good, good evening. Yeah. Well, Griff, one week away. You heard the words of the Paragon of Greatness. Oh, I, what? I did. I, I absolutely heard the words of Paragon. Oh, oh, I most certainly did. Do you have a retort, a rebuttal, a, a response? Oh, where to begin? Will? Where to begin? Uh, let's 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 just let's just start with this thing where he says like the the most how do you, where do you call me the 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 the, the most prolific killer of careers I forget however he said it but like I think it's funny that he thinks that I was trying that I was trying to 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 squash this new kid and you know 
try and ruin his career, and he survived through it like the champion he is. Like, let, let's 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 take a path. Let's walk back the path of revisionist history and actually discuss what what actually happened. If you will recall, someone we're not going to name any names here, but someone was perhaps a little disrespectful to the immortal one and got slapped down for it and took umbrage with that. And thus a feud was born. But see, along the way, I never tried to end his career. In fact, I've never tried. There's very few people who could ever say that I intentionally tried to end their career. Have people quit because they couldn't put up with the heat that they brought upon themselves? Certainly. I am sure that that has happened. I don't care. Let's be clear. I don't care. If you if if you step to me, you get what you get, and if you can't handle it, that's that's on you. But look, at, because he stepped to me and he did handle it, he actually had earned a modicum of my respect. But then you know he he started to to pander and and do all these things, and you know I was very clear at the time that you know I, I was. I wanted him to be a better him. I wanted him to embrace the, what I saw in him. I wanted him to embrace the thing that he even has in his name. I wanted to embrace the greatness. And he just he was just not letting himself do it. So we had a very long, drawn-out series of matches and, you know, title shots and all these other things. Where I, I mean, if you remember, I carried his mask around with me for almost a year. And I did that as a message, you know, be better, be earn your mask back. And if you remember, I gave it back to him when I went, when he just, when he earned it, when he actually came to the ring and gave me what I knew he could give me. So he says that I was trying to keep him down and I'm trying to end careers, but reality, reality suggests that what I was doing was bringing out the star that I knew he could be and why I did it. I didn't do it for him. Let's not be, let's, let, let's not make a joke. I didn't do it for him. I did it for me, and I did it for this company. Because in him, I finally saw someone in this company that was actually, potentially, an actual foil for me. Someone who could actually rein me in. Because if you remember, at that time, I had six championships belts. Six. And I'm not talking like the tiny little, like, low ball, you know, gimmick belts. I mean, I had... Major belts in this company. I was running roughshod over the roster. I finally saw someone that might be able to like step up and handle some of that spotlight. Because frankly, it was getting it was getting weary having all of the lights on me, carrying all of that belt, all those belts around, all that gold around, and you know some platinum too. But uh, you know, so it came time. You know, and, and I'm not saying I dropped the title in because I certainly didn't. When he beat me, he beat me. Good for him. But you know, then he he goes on and he starts to talk about how like you know next you know after the event week after week he'll be there and I'll disappear. I I don't know where he's coming from from that. Like I disappear. The fact that I stepped back from the spotlight to let other people have a moment to shine, but I'm the 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 killer of careers. I don't see. Paragon stepping back, you know, this shining example of everything of goodness and light in this company. I don't see him stepping back 
and giving other people opportunities to shine. No, I see me doing it. I've seen me doing it for the last couple of years. I don't see him accepting all challengers when he has a title belt like I did. I don't see him doing that. But he set the standard for how a champion should, should act. Sod off. I am the single most decorated champion in this company for a reason, mate. I earned that. And all along the way, I have represented those titles like a champion. And to suggest otherwise is to spit in my face. So you think you were coming into that match as an afterthought? Yeah, maybe you were. You're not now. Now you're walking into that match with a target on your face. Last week I pointed out that I'm going to do everything in my power to knock Mithras on his ass and punch him in the face. Well, you're on that list with him now too, boyo. Do not disrespect the immortal. Obviously, a lot of history between you two, and then you throw Mithras into the mix, and of course his championships. Uh, you know, and since he's not here at the moment, uh, he can't respond in kind. But I'm sure he had, would have some words for both of you uh, if he were here. Just saying. But it's going to be the biggest match in RAWF history. Real quick, I want to touch on Paragon. You're taking on Mark Caliber in the Pandora's box of fun match. I don't mean to downplay that match, but of course, you know, the main event kind of is more uh, quote unquote, important box office wise. Uh, but let's talk about Mark Caliber real quick. Uh, the Pandora's box of fun match. We're trying to get the soul of the crow back away from the Joker, right? Absolutely. And, you know, there's another side of that point, And I think that it parallels perfectly with the main event, it's one of those things that allows a complete story to be told. Because it's true. I was talking about just a moment ago about walking into the main event and potentially um, being an afterthought. You know, nobody's giving me a chance. But on the converse side of that, the Pandora's Box of Fun match, a match that absolutely has lived up to the billing of being an immortal match, a match that I think when it's all said and done at the end of this year has a hell of a shot of picking up feud of the year here in RAWF months of buildup months of intricate details being poured out about both men. But the one thing that's possibly held this match back, what's made it seem a little less, uh, perhaps uh, deserving of the spotlight that it may have earned is nobody is giving Mark Caliber a chance. And I have to, I have to be realistic with myself. I can't be a liar. I can't be a hypocrite. I have to look back and see this match for what it is in this scenario. I am the guy that could potentially be squashing somebody else at the height at possibly the biggest moment of their career. And that's why I've, I've got to ask a really important question that nobody has seemed to pose. And that is I'm trying to save the soul of Mark caliber and he's trying to bring the monster out of Paragon of greatness. What happens if Mark caliber wins? 
what does that do to our main event? What does that do to RAWF? You know, I said I've been here every single week, and I will be here every single week giving everything that I have. But what happens if the Joker brings out the monster? What happens if the Joker is able to climb that mountain and prove everybody wrong and immortal? The, the thought terrifies me, L.A. Or does it? Just saying. No offense, Paragon. Back to Griffith. Griff, the main event also not the only match you'll be at participating at Immortal. You'll be defending the men's championship against a man with a lot of issues as of late in Claymore. Your thoughts on this match? You know, I've kind of wanted to get my hands on him again ever since his fluke little victory. So, yay? <laughs> well, I mean, he did he did successfully defend the World Weight Championship against you a few months ago on pay-per-view. However, uh since then he has fallen on harder times and seems to be right now in a quote-unquote slump. So, might be oh, the yeah, best you, time. I mean the part where he's whining and bitching and whinging about some redhead from from Kiwiland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Do do me a favor there, uh, Red. When when you face him earlier tonight, could you just just right in the bollocks, just really hard. Just once for me. Thanks. <laughs> ah it is going to be an interesting evening. Legends will rise at Immortal Seven. Thank you, Griffith. All right, next up. And thank you, Paragon, as well. Next up, he is Mr. R.A.W.F., but there's a lot on the line for him at Immortal 7 as well. He is... Gentlemen, he is Judgment. Good evening, Judge. Hello, Amadeus. Hello, El Vacant. Hola, Senor. Judgment. Big match yes, for you at, at Immortal 7. Fubar City Street Fight. Your boy, Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman. Uh, it's, it's got interesting stipulations here. Uh, why don't you go over the stipulations real quick for everybody? Apparently, if I lose, which I doubt I'm going to do, 
you get one of the stipulations is you get to dress me for an entire month. <laughs> Set up my wardrobe every day. Sorry. <clears throat> Coogs will get her revenge. And I forgot what the other little stipulation was that he said. I, I totally forgot it. What, what was it? Yeah, I mean, what was the third, third? Well, I know that if he loses, he has to tag with you for a month. I know that much. Yeah, if he loses, he'll tag with me for a month, which is going to be – which he, he's going to end up being my tag partner, and I'm going to have to keep a close leash on him. So, you know, you, you said he was Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman. No, he's not Steel City Superman. He's Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Coward. Because he attacked me viciously with a sledgehammer over on LTD in front of everyone. Just viciously attacked me with a sledgehammer from behind. No, no, it wasn't. So he he just proves that he's he's a coward. So he's going to have to answer to that. But yeah. Blazes, you know, I'm not going to, I don't have a big long preparation speech that I have to go through. I just know that Blaze, when we get in that parking lot, just be ready because what I did to you last time is going to be twice as bad this time. Here, insert silly giggle. <laughs> okay. Well, we will find out, Judge. It should be very interesting. So, Immortal 7, it's your time of year. You're Mr. R.A.W.F. It's the biggest pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. history, uh, Immortal 7 is. What have you been doing to promote Immortal 7, Judge? I heard you've been doing some interesting stuff. Actually, I have a surprise for you for Immortal 7. Okay. I am taking it upon myself because I, I am Mr. R.E.W.F. and I help you out a lot. And I, I, I brought you great entertainment for the halftime shows. I've provided excellent things. This year I have done something different. I have went out and single-handedly signed a contract and hired someone to sing the national anthem at the beginning of the pay-per-view. Really? Yes. No, oh, Judge, I didn't even ask you to do that. That that wait. Maybe I, that. I know. I said to myself, self, I gotta be nice. I gotta do something that is gonna make a I, 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 you know, you said that little comment about wonder how Judgment would look in a Gwen Scafani outfit. Well, see, at Immortal Seven, you get that opportunity because she is going to sing the national anthem. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, 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 hold. You, you actually got in contact with Gwen Stefani? Really? You? You did? Yeah, I did. I, I, I put on my flea and tick. I, you know, I, I, I put on some, some itchy pounds and flea and tick medicine so it wouldn't, so scabies wouldn't get on me. And I went and I, I swallowed my pride and I asked her, was she sing the national anthem? And she agreed. So she's going to come and sing the national anthem for you. Wow. All right, Judge. I I wow. I'm I'm dumbfounded. I, I I didn't think I'd ever hear see the day where you'd actually talk to Gwen Stefani, let alone try to get get her to come to REWF for a show. Oh yeah, it was it was it was a very lovely evening. We had a very fabulous evening. We had we had we had tea and 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 and, and 
chips. And it was it was really really fun. Yeah, it was real fun. I'm I'm skeptic. And she she was happy to come. She heard all about Elvis taco trucks. She she's anxious to try one of your tacos. So um, I would suggest. I mean, I would try a taco for everybody. you try Beyond just for you, and I'm gonna, I got you front row seat. I'm, I'm gonna put you right there, right in front of me. She's gonna sing it to you. That you're gonna be sitting right there as she sings it. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to it, Judge. If 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 you're if you're being a hundred percent fact, you know, if if you're not, have if I you're ever on the level, you before. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's all you need to know. That's 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 he he did not he did not lie when he said that. All right. Well. So. I'm just saying, Billy Joel still mad at me. Won't talk to me because of you. Well, Billy yeah. Joel, and then that little thing with Jimi Hendrix guitar, and mm-hmm. you know. And don't forget, all. don't forget you stealing from the Louvre in France. Yeah, and then 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 we had that little incident where Griffith was kind of still going on about because I had somebody come out and sing Christmas carols. I mean, he loved them. <sighs> you know, I'm right here. No, I didn't. Hey, 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 buddy, how are you doing? I mean, I want to wish you luck. I want to um, wish you luck in 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 the, in the triple threat match. Good luck to you. It's going to be a it's going to be an interesting showdown between you three. It's going to be kind of like watching the Three Stooges all at one time. I get a I get this is like I'm gonna give me some special popcorn for that match. I'll make sure to poke someone in the eyes for you. Do it, do it, do it. Can I have dibs on being curly? What's up? What's up over there, POG? What's happening? This is just interesting. I got two of the people in the main event here. This is like a history moment right here. The the immortal, the person the pay-per-view was named after, and the person who beat the immortal at the pay-per-view. All we need now is I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't see the 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 man the man the myth the legend himself but anyway anyhow thank you judge for are you welcome Mama Dave I'm gonna just sit over here because I may have something else to say as well oh joy lovely. All right, next up, ladies and gentlemen, he is our favorite mushroom man. He's got a big, important match at Immortal Seven that we are. I think I can't I can't think of anybody that is not rooting for Luigi at this at this pay per view in this match. Let's bring him on. Luigi, 
big match. You are one of the three participants in the gauntlet that the Teflon Sheik is participating in. If he does not win all three matches, he has to be uh, RAWF janitor for a month. So, Luigi, are you fired up now? Oh, yeah. I've been fired up the whole time. I mean, this will be the last week until Teflon becomes RAWF's little bitch. All right, that, that, that's that's a start. That's a start. You want you want him to be be the RAWF janitor. So let's say let's say he you you beat him, which means he has to be the janitor. Uh, what kind of evil stuff can you come up for him? Help me come up with for him to do in the month that he has to be the the, the janitor. Uh, with, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, help, help him take out trash. I mean, I mean, have him take out trash for everyone, and maybe uh, clean up the puke in the bathroom. You know, everything that you can think of, you have to do. All right. I mean, uh, I got Luigi. One. Okay, go ahead. I think he should have to follow Hobo around and clean up after him. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that indeed. So Luigi, I want you to kick his ass. All right. I would desperately want you to kick his ass because I want to see, I want to see him cleaning toilets and 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 and, and mopping floors and cleaning uh, cleaning the fryers in 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 uh, El Vacant's taco trucks. So. Good luck to you, Luigi. Anything you, you anything you want to have to say to Teflon Sheik? Well, all I have to say is prepare for a long night because after it's done, you'll be cleaning all the bathrooms and all the stations that LA is going to let you do and then have you chase around Hobo. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Luigi Morrow set to take on the Teflon Sheik as one of the three uh, gauntlet members that Sheik has to beat. If he can't beat all three of them, he has to be the janitor in RAWF at Immortal, after Immortal 7. Ah, go get him, Luigi. All right, next up, El Vacant. Uh, we got an old friend on the line. <laughs> Somebody I don't know that you were you know this is before your before your time here on our air. Uh, we have an old friend that has called in, just rejoined REWF. Has been gone for several years, but is returning tonight. Uh, and uh, I don't believe you were you ever got to meet this person. So uh, get your knee ready. You, you might you 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 might have an, have somebody on your knee yet. We'll see. Let's bring on, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome back after a long hiatus. You're a troublemaker. Troublemaker. Mm. Huh. You ain't nothing but a troublemaker, girl. You had me up again from the minute you sat down. The way you got to live got my head spinning around. After a drink or two, I was putty in your head. I don't know if I had a chance to say.
ladies and gentlemen, Slamette is here. Slammy! <laughs> Hello, Amadeus. Oh, my gosh. Hola. Uh, you going to introduce me there, Blondie. The, the, Slamette, this is El Vacant, the legendary luchador and taco vendor here at R.A.W.F. Hmm. So we got a taco truck now, huh? We got a whole, he's got a whole, he's got a whole fleet of trucks. And I don't, why why am I building you up, El Vega? You got your own machismo going on here. It's called being wingman. Work it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been a while. It has been, it has been, it has been a few minutes, no doubt, since we've heard your voice here. On R.A.W.F. After Hours. Okay, so she, she hasn't been here in a long time. She doesn't know the new tradition. The new tradition is that when other ladies come into the booth, they come and have seats on me. So come, sit. Yeah, That's... no, thanks, but no. But it's tradition. Oh. I don't care if it's tradition. <laughs> you you want to come? You want to come spout tradition at me? Then why uh, don't you just get in the squared circle and take me on? Oh, oh hey, hello. I, I mean, I, I could, I guess. Uh, wow. I mean, I mean, I, you, am one of, I am the most decorated champion in the world. And this is true. He's held every title <laughs> in the world possible. When you think, when you think about it, he's held every title in the world possible before anybody else held it because you know, vacant before anyway. Uh, so wow, El Vacant Slam had just laid down the just laid the smackdown gauntlet on you two minutes two minutes into a return. Are you are you going to answer this challenge? Uh, who am I to say no to rolling around with pretty lady? Rolling around? No, no, no. Oh, 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 It'll oh. be me kicking your ass. I mean, I might like it. So Slammy, with, with, with that being said, it has been five years since you got in the ring. Uh, a little bit of ring rust on you, uh, don't you think? Or, or you think you're going to be able to get that off of, the, off of there before Immortals Heaven? Well, I think I might have a little bit of ring rust, but I've actually been working with a few of my old friends. Hello. Uh-oh. Okay, and I have a feeling yeah. I know who the friends would be, but uh, would that be? You want to give me a heads up there, Paco? Huh? You want to no. give me a heads up on that one there, Paco? Mm, <laughs> let's just say giggling. Oh, Paige, look, of... Paige shits on me all the time. You could ask Paige. She likes me. <laughs> Paige is my twin. She's my terror twin. We've got a lot of twins. We oh, like to go stabby on each other. <laughs> uh, I'm actually on pages do not stab list. That should help tell you something. Yeah, that's that's true. He is. He is on the no stab list. Okay. Well, if he's on the no stab list, what what else can I do? <laughs> oh, I, have have I can't stab him. <laughs> no, you can't stab him. But you, you, you know, there. You, I, I know you. If, if you're anything like you were five years ago, you have a lot more assets than that. Oh, and I didn't mean that oh, in the I way do. that I, I, mm. I still even mm. have my stash of Midnight Hobo. Oh, good Lord. Aged Midnight Hobo? Five-year <laughs> aged Midnight yep. Hobo? Oh, good Lord. You didn't eat the bubble? <laughs> oh, 
it's probably more explosive than it used to be. Yeah. Oh, good lord. All right. Well, slam it at Immortal Seven. It'll be you versus El Vacant. Unless Alrighty. I mean, do you want to put it some stipulations on that? Something amusing? I, I, I just had a really fun bikini match. I could I could do that again. That'd be fun. I, well, no, I don't think she. Go, I, no, just to get. Hey, the fact that pay, you got Paige in a bikini match is still is still. I don't know how the hell you talked her into that, but I don't. That's her that, idea. I just got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Wow. What is that noise? Okay. Sounds like, gotta... sounds like that puppy. That... Oh, that, that, that's the hellhounds. I've been playing with hellhounds. All right, Slammy. Well, welcome back. And let's see, let's see if you can get back to your old form here in REWF. It should be fun to watch. Uh, and you take on L Vacant at Immortal 7. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll let's see here. We get oh, we still got plenty of time. I thought we were running behind, but we're not. So no. Okay. We'll just uh. There we go. Let's bring on, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, Zone. Postman. Good evening, Georgie. Hey, Mary. So good to see you tonight. I'd say hello to El Vacant, but now I'm mad at him. Wait, why are you mad at me? You've been promised me a match for months, and now you're giving one to Paige, you're giving one to the Slamet person. I, you can have match anytime you want, I've told you. I don't book the matches, he books the matches. You should be mad at Blondie. Oh, uh, no. Don't be mad See, at me. I don't book the match. Who books oh, the no, matches? You, now, now, now that you put me in mind of the vacant, I am mad at him, too. Oh. Why? Because I didn't Where's give you a match. Where's my match for Immortal? Well, well, wait, you're, well, you know, I haven't gotten to it yet. We've, we've you know, what? Oh. Uh. <laughs> All right. You what? want to match it's it up? It's not important enough for you, lad. What's that? Not important enough. 
No, that's that not why it. you hadn't booked it. Oh my God. Judge. I don't know, Judgey. That sounds like what he was saying without trying to say it. Judge, what have you done to her? She used yeah, to be so sweet and nice. That does kind of sound like what he tried to say. You stay out of this. You stay out of this, Judge. I didn't even bring. Right, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'll I'll behave myself and trust that Bye. you're going to find me a match worth having. Of course, of course, Maeve. You'll get a match at at Immortal. It's worth your salt. You know you will. Oh, and I, I I did promise I'll vacant something. You did. It's true. You did. I, I I told him I'd sit on his knee once Lent were over. Let me press it off here. Clean there for you. Thank you, lad. I aim to bleed. <laughs> uh, well, Maeve, I said, you know, we'll get you a match, no problem. We'll, it, it'll be, it, just don't know who yet. I'm waiting to see where all the other things fall into place. You will get your match, I promise. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I don't think she wants to face. Well, I mean, maybe Moxie's offering to face you in a liberation match. You know, the same match she's wrestled the last. You know, winner has to run around. Loser has to win around naked for a week. You want to do that? I beg your pardon. I'll, I'll take that look as a no. All right, uh, that's not going to happen, Moxie. Sorry, Judge. She's already been owed on one contract. What? You want me to help you out here? No, I really don't. I think you make things worse. It'll be a, it, it will no, it will be a money making match. Lad, every match I'm in is a money making match. Yeah, every match she's in is a money making match. I know, I pay the bills. But that's beside the point, Judge. No, no, no. But thanks, Judge. I appreciate no, it. You, no, you... no, Lassie. Maeve's not a chicken. Maeve's just got more taste than some of y'all out there. I'm sorry, yeah. you were saying both, man. No, 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 no. I I, <laughs> I think we're going to get off this subject. Maeve, uh, how, how are things, have, has there been any progress in repairing the relationship with Luke Cage after uh, certain things have come to light? We're on an even keel right now. Well, that's better Could than... Be doing better, the, but... Okay. They're not well, as tense okay. as they were. All right. Well, I mean, you know, keep keep us posted I, on I'm that. I'm doing as well as can be expected, considering that I'm still stuck with Chevlical Press. Okay. Well, you know, always uh, we'll, we'll going. For, I'm sure things are looking up going forward. Is there anything you'd like to say to our to the RAWF public, or anything you'd like to talk about real quick? I mean, I'd like to talk about the fact that uh, people don't seem to be taking me as serious as they should. I've just come out of back-to-back matches in which uh, I ended up winning because my opponent underestimated me. And I'd just like to warn the rest of the RAWF locker room that they might not should make the same mistakes. I mean, that one hand, remember, easy paycheck. If they underestimate you, you get paid. 
glad I'm not doing this for the money. Well, Look, man, I, I know I, I know English is you know, like 13th, 16th language, whatever. But I I know all the words you used, but in that order, I didn't understand. <laughs> and I promise, maybe we'll get you in the we'll get you in the ring with Elvacant uh, uh, somewhere down the road. I promise. Not very in the in, in the promises, not so distant. Promises. I will. We'll figure it out. I promise. It's just right. some, some. I'll hold you to that, Brad. I'll hold you to that as well, Vacant. Oh, I'll give you something to hold. <laughs> I will, you know. All right. Oh, uh, Thank you. Both men's getting that I need my extension look again. You're fine. It's all good. We still got plenty of time here, 15 minutes. Although... Okay, but anywho, Maeve, thank you for calling in. We will get you a good match at uh, Immortal, I promise. I'm counting on it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, our next caller, RAWF Hall of Famer, one of our favorites here. He he is, of course, the soundboard says, when I'm ready. All right. A redneck Avenger joining us. All right. Well, how the hell are you? Oh, hell, man. If I, I'm firing the frogs here split three ways. How about you all tonight? <laughs> oh, you sound a lot better. Sounds like you're in a better mood. Have we, how, it, it had any bad spells? Are we looking at how, how you've been feeling? Is it we had any more of them bad spells that you had a couple weeks ago? Well, uh, so far, you know, I've, I've been able to stave them off, and that's good. Um, some of that stuff was very damn debilitating, i got to tell you, you know. Uh, it's It was just the how real it was, you know. It makes you wonder whether or not that if it ever really happened or if it didn't, you know. You, it's hard to call, but it, it's hard to say. Well, that's good. All right, that's good. And and from all the doctors, all all the doctors seem to think you're all right. And maybe you're just been, you know, maybe it was some, maybe you're having a little heat stroke or something. They don't know, but you seem to be fine right now. So I'm I'm here to tell you, you got a big match at Immortal Seven. Okay, who am I fighting? Oh, I'm going to tell you who you're fighting because I'm I'm I'm, you know, we've had this guy running around for REWF for many years now, and you know he likes to come and do his thing. Walk away, come back. This is, I think for once and for all, at Immortal Seven, we're gonna get. I want to see his ass get absolutely kicked, and I think you're the man for the job. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, Fubar City Street Fight. 
in the streets yeah. of New Orleans. And I know you like I know you like yourself a good fight. You're gonna be taking yep. on Aggie. Oh, that poor fellow. That poor poor fellow. Yeah, you know, Aggie needs to, you know, Aggie's been playing around, gawking around here with this violent rejects, hiding behind him, uh, and, and, you know, generally being a pain in the ass. He's, just, he's been a halfway decent manager, but he needs to get back in the damn ring, and he's going to do so at Immor- starting at Immortal 7, and he's going to do so against you in a Fubar City street fight. I just got a little bit of advice for you. Um you know, they go ahead and take a life insurance policy out on them, one of the big motherfuckers. Um, I know with all this COVID virus, everybody's been taking an economic hit. I just, I'm just giving you a recommendation. You know, you can do with it what you will. Um, I mean, I'd make a big damn policy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got it, R.A. Put that back in the right, 401k. Tell you the See, truth. you put that in your 401k. The, Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you you know how many how many how much money this man is, how Aggie has cost me burning things down in RAWF rings yeah. arenas. Yeah. Okay. So it, I ain't taking no damn insurance policy out on his ass. I want I I, I want to I'll pay us for his funeral. Okay. That's all right. Well, see when you get that insurance money. The funeral, mm-hmm. funeral costs about like ten grand, you know, ten, twelve, ten grand, ten grand to burning, you know, and you're good. And the rest of that, you know, whatever you, whatever size policy you take out, you know, you can put that in your pocket. It's legal yeah, because right. Walmart's been doing that shit for years. You see, <laughs> one thing I can do is business. You know, Walmart been doing that shit on the greeters for years. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you can do that. Pocket a handsome profit. You can put that in your 401k while the stock market is back down to the height of the Obama administration's economy, and like watch it roll right back up once all this stuff is lifted. Right now is the time to buy. So uh, <laughs> you, you just got to think about these things. You know, you do that, and you can also put it for uh, invested back in a RAWF. You know, this is. This everything is a business opportunity. You just don't know if it's a good one or a bad one. But you work with it, you know, and your finances will never have a problem. You gotta have good advisors, you know. I had good advisors that put me on the Eagleford shale in like about mm, about eight years ago and then like six years ago it took off. So, you know, I don't have financial worries. Even right now, whenever it's oil is about $12 a barrel, you know, people that like spend all their money, like some certain people that um, are from other parts of the world that like, like to run the mouth here, you know, you invest wisely and you're going to be all right. Now, I see the first thing that you can take as a seed investment is, Put a life insurance policy on the clown, you know, and then let me help you collect. That makes sense? It makes sense. Well, I didn't realize you were so financially uh, astute, uh, R.A. I'm, you and I may have to have more conversations about how how I can save money here in R.A.W.S. How do you think 
I financed my A-10 Warthog that I've been flying around, you know, like on a, on a border just for fun, you know, before I had all these these strange experiences. I'm not averse to uh, good financial advice. Never have been. And I'm more than happy to share that with you. So um, I think it's going to be a fun time with Aggie and a baseball bat. And uh, bless his little heart. So, um, oh, my soul will be delivered. Yeah, it's been delivered more places than you even have a clue. You might need to read up a little bit. Uh, you You see what I have endured? And you understand why I ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> I'm really not. Uh, bless your little heart, but uh, go ahead. Um, so Aggie's gonna be my Aggie's gonna be my fight in, in Immortal. I'm good with that. That's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, what did I rank this time? I I literally was going and getting another beer. So what did I rank during? What you, did were I rank tw- you, you were on. You were twenty five fifth. Twenty five. Ah uh, shit. Okay. Well, that's all right. You know, that's. It's only not worried about the period. You have time to make it up. Let's talk yeah, about. We'll get plenty of time. Let's talk about a couple of the other, other renegades, uh, if we, if you will, R.A., since we never get to hear from them, especially uh, – more particularly D's, Mr. Mister. Uh, I carry four or five titles around with me in R.A.W.F. right now. Tell, tell me more about D's and what his mindset is as of late. And is, it getting, is his, is his, is his uh, head getting too big for his britches, if you will? No, I wouldn't say that at all. I think he has backed up everything that he has said, and I think you can go back and look at the archives. Everything that he has said, he has backed up in spades. The man is an event man. If you're having like a regular uh, regular singles or tag team event, you know, during the week where people build rinks, uh, okay, it's a lot of fun. When it comes time for pay-per-view, I'm not calling him pay-per-view or any, uh, Mr. Pay-per-view or anything like that. Everyone else should be. The man has not lost a match in a pay-per-view. What more? I mean, what's there to add to that? Everything that he has said and everything that he has as- aspired to achieve here, he's done. I mean, the, the, what more can you say? I mean, it, it, it is self-evident, and if people would like go back more than a week or two, you know, as long as their attention span is, you know, since we're in this quarantine, they got the time to go back and look at things. The man is the real deal. I really can't add to that. All right, fair he's enough. A good man, a good he's a good man, a good friend, and a good renegade. He has more than wow. made his name with us, so good stuff fair enough fair enough uh at the at immortal seven it's going to be a three-way lumberjack match involving a renegade a violent reject and a member of the wolf pack the member of the renegades that was chosen was slashy why slashy i mean this seems like it's kind of an important match why wouldn't they choose you or davila why slashy in this particular instance is he is is there a particular skill set that he has that uh, makes him make, makes him perfect for this condition type of match. Do you just not like yeah. him? 
No, no, I, I can tell you what it is. He's the best of us at rock, paper, and scissors because none of us really gave a fuck because we're going to destroy whoever is put in front of us. So we all played rock, paper, and scissors, and he won. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that, that, that's the renegade way. I remember it well. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Uh, yeah, that uh, being said, none of us are worried either. We're, having, we're going to have some fun with this. Uh, all right. Well, he we only got made a renegade. He was he was not made a renegade on a bet. That's good. That's good. Glad to hear it. That, and uh, yeah, it does seem like the renegades thriving in RAWF right now, and uh, it's a good time good time to be a renegade in RAWF. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for our promotion part of the show before we uh, get out of here for the evening. I'll start with Miss Maeve O'Hare. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Well, no. They call past this week, but thank you kindly, Bossman. All right. So thank you, Maeve. Luigi, anything you have to promote tonight? <clears throat> I'm going to promote that Teflon will be R.A.W.S.'s best chapter of morals. All right. Actually, That's a good I think promotion. Back, I'd like to promote Luigi never saying the word bitch again. Ooh. Okay. That's on your <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Paragon, what would you like to promote tonight? Uh, you can go to YouTube and search uh, Paragon of Greatness. You can find the uh, Pandora's Box of Fun promotional video, the uh, main event promotional video, and coming sometime. This week, most likely, once we have a couple more matches finalized, the Immortal 7 overall promotional video will also be available. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Uh, Slammy, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Well, you know, I was thinking, and I would love to see a bunch more matches with me and my new friends, the Violent Rejects. Ooh. Okay. I didn't realize you had joined the Violent Rejects. Congratulations. That's a, that's a, that's good. Very good. Uh, I contacted Aggie before I came back and, well, we did a lot of talking. Oh, okay. So those might be the friends you've been talking to, not who I thought it was in the first place. Okay, well, Slammy, good luck to you with that. That ought to be fun. All right. Judge, you have anything to promote today? Uh, just going to promote that um, Blaze McCoy will, 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 will get his ass beat for the third time and that I can't wait for you to, to hear and see the legendary Gwen Stefani. Singing for you. It's gonna be All good. Right. It's gonna be so good. Thank you, Judge. I'm I'm still I'm I'm still I'm like El Vacant, skeptical. Speaking of El Vacant, what would you like to promote tonight, Senor? Hmm. Well, uh now that uh as of this evening, uh it is a truly worthwhile pay per view. You'll get to see myself in action against a uh longtime RAWF, but you know, currently missing an action star. Uh, Slamet. So you know, tune in and uh, you know, watch watch a legend take on a legend. 
All right. Very nice. Very nice, old Bacon. All right. What would you like to promote tonight, sir? You know, I would like to promote Slander's Return because, you know, listening to her talk, um, it reminded me of Terrell's show, you know, The Vicious Truth, way, way back. It was so nice, but all of the background noise, you know, the kids screaming or the pets doing strange things that, that the microphone can never capture. Um, I, it really brought back, I mean, truly, it brought back some good memories, and I am so happy to see her back. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. And last but certainly not least, the immortal Griffin. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, have you found yourself stuck at home of late? Bored? Not sure what to do with yourself? Well, next week, make sure to tune in to watch one of the most colossal matches in the history of this sport. That's right. Shell out that 1999 and get yourself a ticket to the pay-per-view to watch it on whatever little rat bag TV you have at home and watch the three biggest names this sport has ever seen go toe to toe to toe to toe to toe to toe. Yeah, that's right. Um, to, uh, Good. For, for entertainment and for greatness. All right. It is going to be an epic match. There is no doubt about it. The biggest match in RAWF history, the triple threat match for both the World Heavyweight and Platinum Dragon champions, Mithras the Title Machine, the Immortal Griffith, and the Paragon of Greatness. It is going to be... Don't don't leave out um, SOHK, the School of Hard Knocks, challenged the Renegades because a lot of our members of... Uh, a lot of us are members of the bar. Those have been some epic matches literally for years. Don't count that out. I think you are really going to enjoy seeing some real good technical wrestling in that match. In all of our matches. All right. Well, we shall see. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight on RAWF After Hours. Next week is the biggest weekend in RAWF history. We will be here on After Hours, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturday night. And then the following night, RAWF presents Immortal 7. You heard it first, the biggest match in RAWF history, along with the biggest tournament in RAWF history, along with the announcements of the new members of the RAWF Hall of Fame class of 2020. All of that happens next weekend, the biggest weekend in RAWF history. So you all be ready. And one other thing, please be safe. Uh, in this, in this time, these times, very trouble, you know, it's a lot going on right now. The world is uncertain. The world is stressful and the world is fearful. Remember when you're dealing with your fellow members of WU and fellow members of the human race in general, that we're all in this, the same boat, and we're all in this together. Stay safe, everybody. This has been REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Good night. Hasta la bye-bye.